As someone who doesn't know this person, I will make fun of them <laughs> for as long as you want me to. He, he is a very comical individual. Yeah. Like, unintentionally comical just in the things that he does. Like, he's just a person who... like that. He, he's a person who goes about, like, day-to-day actions in very peculiar, head-scratching ways. Mm-hmm. Like, even mm-hmm. the, mo- like, the most, like, simple things, like, he'll do in a manner that it's like, huh? what is your thought process, <laughs> yeah. good sir? Yeah. Marching to the beat of his own drum, basically. <clears throat> yep. His own, he's tom- a- his own tom-tom. Yeah, he's he he he's a running joke throughout the entire store. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that hopeful thinking? <laughs> coworkers are watching the show. User views. Help you marry. Good evening, and welcome back to Alphanumeric, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of the 90s cartoon reboot ever in order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege, and this week we have a special guest, our number one listener. Hi, I'm, I'm Alakar, uh, Alakar Leorakar. Uh, I commend you guys on trying to pronounce that last name. Don't worry about it. Just call me Alakar. My real name is also Christopher, but we're just going to go by Alakar to avoid confusion. Thanks for Alakar. having me on. Alakar it is. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. That's Mr. Christopher to you. <laughs> <laughs> also, hi, I'm NeoCal. I'm here too. And I'm AP Sniddler, and I'm also here as well. <laughs> Don't sound too <laughs> sad about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> replacing Sniddler. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact, I have to pay him to be on this show, guys. <laughs> act uh, like you're being paid. <laughs> yeah, damn it. I want my money's worth. Um, and this week on Alphanumeric, we are reviewing the ninth episode of Reboot, uh, Wizards, Warriors, and a Word from Our Sponsor. Uh, which originally aired on Christmas Eve in 1994 in Canada and on February 25th, 1995 in the United States, which I believe is where our guest host, Alakar, is from, yes? Yes, I, I'm, uh, I live in Tennessee. Big, uh, big fan of the show ever since I was a kid. And uh, I watched it. When you know when it came out in the states, when I could, uh, ABC was notorious about shuffling that show around and making it difficult to follow uh, regularly. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever I could catch it, I would. I always love the fact that this show itself will <laughs> frequently took jabs at ABC in the first couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Anytime uh, I could. How did you, uh, uh, if you remember anyway, how did you originally discover the show? Um. Gosh, it was long ago. I'm an old man now, so it's uh, it's a little foggy. But um, I think I remember catching a few episodes of season two when it was more prominently featured, part of mm-hmm. their um, their Saturday morning lineup and part of their cartoon block in the afternoons. But um, I couldn't really follow too much of it. I, I again, it was spotty and it was kind of in the shuffle. 
but I really started following it much more closely when it came over to Cartoon Network, and they showed oh, it as, yeah, part, as yeah. part of Toonami. And it, was it was on Cartoon was, Network? Yeah, they got the license to show it, and uh, it was shown regularly as part of the Toonami block, especially when the, the third season was premiering, and it was getting... Uh, I followed it every week. It was great. Did they manage to air it in order, in some sort of order? I I think so, uh, because <laughs> it was uh, it was it was Cartoon Network, and they have their head screwed on right. So they, you know, they probably watched the show and was like, "Wait a minute, it's out of order. Let's get this right." So, um, but yeah, I was able to get catch up with the show, and I've been, you know, uh, fondly really fondly in love with it ever since. And I I think season four premiered on Cartoon Network. Um, because ABC couldn't be bothered, mm. but their loss, their loss. Yeah. Exactly. I so, like yeah, how that... you're like. I'm an old man now, and I can't remember. And he's younger than everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was gonna it's all say about that. that mental attitude, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're as old as you feel. I feel 79. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yes, I will be uh, in a little over a month here. I will be 36 years old. Whoa! I know, right? Yeah. Basically, middle age. Yeah, basically. Okay, so I actually have a coworker, and this like actually kind of annoys me. <laughs> um, that you have a coworker. I, this is I, Aiden. <laughs> yes, yes, a coworker named yeah. Aiden. I have a coworker that annoys me. That's All that's right. energy that uh, the entire world can <laughs> relate yes. with. No, I, I I have a coworker who is a Gen Zer. He's a cool guy. Like he he's a big movie dude. So we um he and him like chat about. Uh, film and whatnot all mm-hmm. the time but like he's in his early 20s and Jensen. he keeps referring to me as middle-aged and i'm like i'm like <laughs> no, no. i'm like no wow. i'm not middle-aged he's wow. like he's like yeah middle-aged is like 35 and above and i'm like mm-hmm. i actually looked this up and it's like no middle-aged no. is 49 and above yeah thank you child for telling yeah. me there are a lot I of am, people but... that live to 100 imagine like, like he's closer someone who's to what... younger than you is wrong <laughs> <laughs> Those damn kids, Peg Nemeth. Hey man, when you're 19, 35 feels like if you haven't That's done true. everything you're gonna do, you might as well be dead. Well, yes, I used to think that way, but look at me now. Uh... <laughs> but, but look at me now. <laughs> now I don't know what to think. <laughs> uh... They all laughed. Yeah. They all laughed. Anyway, <laughs> the kids—they called me Mr. Glass. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Lee reboot. Yes, this is one of my personal favorite episodes of the season. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, I wonder why it's so many people's favorites. Hmm. Hmm, I guess we'll find out. Hmm. I, as a kid, I remember, I don't know why I was that annoying kid. I just loved Mike the TV. Oh, I did yeah. impressions of him all the time. My cousins loved it. Love Mike the TV. 99, 99, 99. I, yeah, me too. You know who's not cool as an adult? Mike the TV. No. No. <laughs> Rewatching this was like, like, like <laughs> watching my dreams get... <laughs> stomped on. Is this just me or is this not as great as I remember? <laughs> it's <laughs> just you. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. 
I, I love Mike. It, I love Mike, but I also get where you're coming from. I think it's more yeah. that you're you're sympathizing more with Bob now that you're <laughs> you're rewatching this. At, Focusing you know, on. I sympathize like, with Dot and no one else. Uh, <laughs> what really? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> we can discuss this. Yeah. Because I think that is, I think that's very uh, relatable. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Instead of progressing with the uh, the rundown Bob's of the show, yeah, we can Ladies we can kind gentlemen. of talk that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alucard was saying that he 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 gets that. It's like a different. Yeah. You're a completely different person when you're ten versus when you're thirty. I <laughs> absolutely. Hope so. absolutely. I hope so. Um, and for some reason, this episode, everyone loves Mike the like, TV. I don't, it's weird. When I was a kid, I this was like my favorite episode of anything. I was like, oh, it's like D and D, and it's like yeah, one of yeah. those like scrolling like dungeon <laughs> adventures, and they need to go down all the because I used to play those like point and click, yeah. um, like dungeon scrollers where you move like one block at a time and make like right turns. Yeah, I, I mean, I did degree I, turns. Yeah, I did. I did too. Absolutely. I, I same same perspective. It's like, oh, they're they're in a D and D game. But they're the computer, and you know it's it's it was so exciting when you're a kid. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and now it's like, that's nice, isn't that nice? Isn't that <laughs> that nice? Yeah. You know, yeah. this is this is cute. You know, yeah. but it's really it's the episode's really about. Money. You so. understand the lessons more too when you're yeah. an adult. Like the lesson here is to not judge people so, to not Absolutely. be so quick to judge. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that everyone has something that they can bring to the table, you know. If it, even if it's explicitly stated in a game where you're a party member in a team, that you you have to bring what you have to the table. Uh huh. Yeah. The um. <laughs> there's. I guess we can talk about like the ending more like later on. But there's a yeah. part where Dot is like, um. Oh, so it turns out we had to work together all along. And I'm like, when did yeah. you find that out? Yeah, the last like... level. <laughs> but again, yeah. you know, ten-year-olds target audience. Like, exactly. Okay. Let, let's the thing is, I don't remember that lesson as a kid. As a ten-year-old, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Mike, the TV is a barbarian." <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you have something that you can appreciate later on. In yeah. Life. And you know, I I like the fact that. Mike strikes a very delicate balance. It's a tightrope between being uh, annoying and funny. Yeah. You know? uh, he's very annoying to the cat, to the cast, to Bob, Dot, and Enzo. But you like him for the most part, and I mean, he can go on a little bit, but he it doesn't stop the plot from going. He it doesn't it, it rarely ever does a cul-de-sac where we were focusing on just Mike doing his. That's a good shtick. point. Yeah. 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 So. Good side character that adds things to a scene. Absolutely, but you don't actually just want to follow him on an adventure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, Bob's—he's got a really cool apartment building. There's some moving parts. Not sure mm-hmm. what's going on. And uh, sweet. Bob's hiding behind his couch. Very cool couch, I must say. Oh, that pattern on his couch—it's like a seeing eye picture. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Oh, I was wondering. You know what? I've never been able to do those. 
like the hidden uh, magic eye like pictures. Not Me even neither. once in my entire life. Never, never understood it. Supposed to like look at it close and then slowly pull it back. And yeah, it's never no, worked it's, for me. Yeah. It's very, um, yeah, <laughs> it's magic. If you don't got it, you don't got it. <laughs> have you ever been able to do that? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, oh. It's, it's kind of cool. Oh, cool. A sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a fish. Yeah. It's not a. Sk- you dumb bastard. It's not a schooner. <laughs> it's a sailboat. A <laughs> uh, little mall rats reference there yeah. for uh, yeah. anyone who didn't get it. I did. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how Ethan Suplee says that to like this like 10-year-old kid. Ha <laughs> ha, you dumb bastard. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Sorry, See you got a couch. Yeah, the seeing guy couch. Uh, Bob's not alone. Sailboat couch. Yeah, (laughs) he's not alone. He he shushes Dot, who's there, and tells him to go away. And Enzo, yeah, like oh, and Enzo's there, yeah. You'll give away my hiding place. What is it, dragons? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is like a seeing. Wow, that's hard to look at. Oh yeah, it is actually dragons. Very nineties. Yeah, it is dragons. Yeah, I'm imagining dragons. I really don't oh. want that couch. <laughs> it's like a reimagining of like a seventies upholster. It would be a subtle wave to, for me to tell my guests to go away. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually. Yeah. It's like why Man, don't you come into couch. the lounge? Yeah. Oh, it feels like I'm sitting on rocks. Try and Maybe relax. You are. <laughs> Just give it a try. Give it the old <laughs> maximal try. Let me just go and turn on my, the fluorescent lights right beside you. <laughs> God. Yeah, and they're like, what is it? Viral binomes? And they're like, get down, you're gonna blow my trouble. Blow my trouble? <laughs> blow my cover. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. We're coming up with a lot of new cats. Brain works in mysterious ways. <laughs> uh, and then the monster that he was hiding from comes, and uh, I like how they all scream. But it's just Mike the TV, and he's just like calmly walking just, up to them. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, no, is it a megabyte, me- megabyte, hexadecimal? He's like, no, it's much worse. It's coming. And then they all start screaming. And <laughs> it's, it's just a TV just walking, not even saying anything. No. He's like, no. Just like hey. I'm like, what, what's up, guys? And then he immediately jumps into an ad because he's a TV. Yeah. I would also oh, like right. to point out that this TV that they're vehemently afraid of. Is a TV that was first introduced four episodes ago yeah. as just a voiceless character who was randomly hanging out in Bob's apartment while he was like passed out drunk. <laughs> it it yeah. gave him like a sex ad. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And he I threw think, it in the garbage. <laughs> I think they were still formulating what they wanted to do with Mike the TV at, at that point. But it, because, yeah, it was just it was such a strange introduction for a character yeah. though because like he was literally just like there in one shot in a montage where Bob's like really bored. Yeah. And uh I I if you don't I I was uh, listening to the an interview with uh, Michael Donovan, the voice actor behind Mike the TV and several other characters. Mm-hmm. And um he talked about how when they were recording or filming you know the, the making the show basically 
he record he recorded auditions for several characters and he was doing mike the tv and they thought it was interesting he came in and they're like we don't want you for mike the tv we want you for fong and he hadn't recorded for fong or prepared for fong mm. um and he and, and they went with him for fong but they were also like could you do mike the tv and he's like um sure yeah and he did the actual ad that he's about to do for this episode he was just kind of riffing like robin williams style and they were cracking up in the recording booth so much that that's really where they came up with the character that's brilliant uh, at that time so uh i think they hadn't fully decided on what to do with mike in the previous episode but it's recording the show like this it's you're not really recording everything in, in order you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of up in the air, but yeah, I mean, he, it, he just won them over with this, uh, this ad pitch and they, so threw this it in, was the ad pitch. Yeah. The, the slices, dices, and it cuts copies, formats, makes Julian fries, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's what sold him and how he got Mike, the TV. He did the whole 99, 99, yeah. 99 thing. And it worked. And it does work. It still works. Great it's introduction to the character, too. even though yeah. we've already seen him. It's that's genius. I never, I didn't, I had no idea. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. You know, uh, I could Google it, but I don't want to. And to this day, I still don't know <laughs> what julienne fries are. Well, julienne fries. <laughs> They're just like the really thin fries, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're like French yeah, fries. Yeah, it's just it's just how you cut the fries or shoestring. Yeah. Like I like them on burgers. Uh, eat it, like steak and shake? Oh, okay. like, uh, McDonald's style. Burgers. Okay, okay. Ew, McDonald's style. I don't normally uh, like julienne fries because they're so small, so thin. Yeah, yeah. It's not really French fries. It's the idea, the concept, the essence of French fries, <laughs> but not really quite getting there. Um, but yeah. I stock with shelves with frozen French fries, so I am, I am familiar with the... Uh, at least the term julienne fries. Yeah. Just the style of to, cutting. I used to julienne stuff when I worked in a vegetable processing plant. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so the yell at uh, Mike the TV. Bob. And Enzo sorry, Bob. says, yeah, he says uh, for the 128th time, like, stop. So, how nice mm. of him to be counting. <laughs> and uh, and also, so, 99, 99, 99. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, uh-huh. I would uh-huh. like to point out is a thing that both me and my partner, quite independently from one another, but it, like it's a thing that both me and my partner will quite often reference, even to this day. <clears throat> Whenever oh, yeah. something ends with multiple nines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, what? it sticks in your head. It, yeah, it's shockingly memorable. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's what's kind of a knee slapper about this is that 128 is a power of two when used when uh, sorry to calculate bytes. Yes. Used calculating bytes. So really, he only told him twice to stop, yeah. and that's just I think that's kind of hilarious because oh you know, Bob yeah, yeah. yeah that's fun yeah. yeah I think he's he's being hyperbolic, but because he's in a computer, it's yeah. Two times. Oh. That's a lot. So wow. Mike, for the second time, I'm begging That's like you. Trying to control delete a program twice and it hasn't closed. Oh. Yes. Yep. 
end task <laughs> didn't work on Mike. Yeah. Then, then Enzo comes up with a bright idea. He's can't like, just... turn him off with his yeah. remote. Turn him off. He's like, I can't. His remote control ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Which I get. I, I get it. Yeah, I would yeah. too. Well, and even God is like, even can, you like can you blame it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then... Bob threw him away. Oh, yeah. He's like, they came back. Not even technically. He quite literally did. Like, yep. he threw him in the yeah. trash. But yeah. he, he's like uh, Pepe Le Pew. He doesn't go away. He comes back, finds a way, come back. Cartoon style. Well, the cat that came back um, is yeah. another Canadian uh, like folk animation. Uh, like a folk song. Yeah. The cat came back. I don't know if it would have ever been on TV where yeah. you were from. I, we'll we'll was... link it. It was sung in in my in my school. It was part oh, of like, the choir. Yeah, it was yeah. part of like the folk songs we used to learn when we were kids. Oh, was cool. uh, was Fred Penner a thing down in the states? No, that okay, did not so, cross over. Yeah, but the cat okay. came back. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I don't know if it was originally a Fred Penner song, but it, Fred Penner did a very like at least in animation. Canada. Uh, he did a very uh, famous uh, version of the Cat Came Back song. Mm. Back in the like late '80s, I think late '80s, early '90s. He might have. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, Harry S. Miller is the original author of "The Cat Came Back." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was published in. Hang on a sec. 1893. Oh. Oh wow. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Old and then the cat old. came back. Was done by Fred Penner. It was a little animated thing, and it was done in 1988. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Oh, okay. So, kind of, yeah. kind of resurged, I guess, yeah. that way. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Play annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I love the bucket commercial. I wanted a bucket when I was. I a like kid. it shows a bucket. No, <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's looking into it, and he's like, it's, it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as I, advertised. I feel that like free for only ninety nine <laughs> thing because it's like if you call now you get like this for free all you pay is shipping and handling shipping and handling is one hundred and forty nine ninety nine and you're like well hold up that's a deal I mean it's, it's a steal I could be paying twice that much you could be technically they were, <laughs> they weren't lying and that's how your aunt buys a miracle blade. But then, you know, you, you get it, and yes, then you're like, yes. it doesn't work. I want a refund. And they're like, I can't refund nothing. Sorry. <laughs> you got it for free, so there's nothing we can do. Yeah, that's how they get free you. It's only 99. I like how Bob is like, that's it. You're getting dismantled. And he just turns Glitch into a screwdriver. I feel like, I feel like that's an odd use of Glitch's <clears throat> powers to be turned into like a, such a simple tool. I don't... Eh. <laughs> Oh, I think glitch can be whatever it needs to be, whatever it wants to be. Uh, there are because it's, it's a glitch. There are less creative uses and more creative <laughs> uses for glitch throughout the show. I like that's the screwdriver, not like a bazooka. Yeah, not like something <laughs> yeah. to explode him. He's just gonna slowly like unscrew him, take him apart piece by piece, painfully. I can imagine yeah. it'd be painful. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yes. dark, really. For you, taking you apart. <laughs> yeah. Dismember a TV. When your uh, dark, dark night rises, uh, reference doesn't doesn't get through. Yeah, feels, I got feels it. bad, man. Feels bad. It was, was got, but uh, Bob is interrupted. I, I was gonna make a uh, uh, 
a comment about I'm whatever mainframe needs me to be. But <laughs> the moment passed. The blue night. Yeah, it's gone. The yeah. blue night. <laughs> the and black then... and gold night. <laughs> yeah. That's what color he is, right? Sure. Yeah. And that, um, those are the before... colors of the uh, the guardian uh, icon. That's true. Oh, true, true. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he Mike the TV hides behind Dot, and then before any conflict happens, uh, something happens. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, you cut out. Somebody oh God. Out. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Look up yeah, at Mike, the sky. Mike the TV. Yeah, Mike the TV hides behind Dot before and, any oh, shit. happens. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yep. It's it's Megabyte. Look, in the sky. <laughs> it's a cloud. It's, it's, <laughs> I one little side note. I love that reboot is one of those only sh- one of the only shows that I've seen where the occurrence of the sky literally opening up and something falling down onto the the world is normal. It is expected. Yeah, the sky opens up. It is up still terrifying. And, oh yeah, <laughs> it's yep. scary, but it's like. Okay, another game. That's, where that's... in our world, we see something falling from the sky. We run to avoid it. In their world, they see something falling from the sky, and they need to intercept. Well, I think the majority of mainframe residents run for their Flee. lives. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is true. The sprites are the really only, they're really the only anxious to get in there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Three close friends get nullified in a dangerous GameCube <laughs> with everybody's favorite appliance, Mike, Mike the TV. The TV. <laughs> <laughs> Dot and Enzo escape the evil clutches of the <laughs> maniacal GameCube. I think they actually had a commercial break. Out. Will they play through the game and defeat the user? Find out next week. On reboot, same mainframe time, same mainframe channel. Reboot will return after these messages. <laughs> you remember the, the and that's uh, that's also Michael Donovan doing that. Hey, asshole! I I usually close the uh, the podcast out with that exact uh, that exact yeah. audio. So yeah, <laughs> so I have some questions about the opening of this game. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, okay, on. so what we see, the users, the users are always, yeah. like, have, like, six polygons and no more. <laughs> but it appears to be a zombie, a Chinese wizard, Fu Manchu, uh, like a cleric, uh, and uh, a knight, right? Yep. Um. Usually, the people in mainframe they reboot as NPCs that would be adversarial to the um, the user, or in this yeah. case, users. It's probably one, as Bob says in a bit here, it's one user playing four characters. Yeah. But mm. they reboot as like another like Dungeons & Dragons team. Yes. A party, if you will. Yeah, but that's... Mm. Shouldn't they reboot as monsters in the dungeon? I think the orc is the zombie. Sorry. sorry go oh, it's yeah, an orc, it's, not it's a... It's an uh, orc, I think, with a limp. Yeah. Oh, now oh, that he's okay. closer. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay, can, that. That's actually a really good point <clears throat> that I didn't even consider. 
Yeah. That's a, yeah. Because, like, when you're playing D&D, like, you're not playing, like, 4v4. Right. Against, like, four other players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they reboot as another team of user characters and then have uh... to beat them to the end of the game? That's very strange. Not going to lie, though. I would totally play this game where you are racing a computer team of other party members uh, through a dungeon. But there's no one to one here. I think it's more of just a this is a D and D scenario kind of game uh, where they just facilitate that for the episode. Could yeah. you imagine four v four gauntlet, dude? Ooh, that would be great. Yeah, you guys remember gauntlet? I remember gauntlet. I remember how I, bad it was. <laughs> I played way too much of Gauntlet Legends on the. N64. Oh, I played the shit out of Gauntlet Legends on the sixty four. That's amazing. the only way to play Gauntlet, in my opinion. Honestly, yeah. For um, sure. I used to have Gauntlet on uh, the NES port of Gauntlet, the uh, the original arcade Gauntlet on. Yeah, when I was a little kid, played the shit oh, out wow. of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also uh, this is like kind of sort of local talk, but like for the longest time back in the early two thousands, there are would always be a gauntlet legends arcade cabinet on the ferry from Nanaimo to Vancouver. And like I, every ferry ride, I would inevitably sink like 20 bucks into this arcade cabinet. Wow. I was playing gauntlet legends. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. But they're not cool (laughs) enough to be playing, uh, gauntlet legends. They are playing gauntlet. (laughs) 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 Uh, what was that um, 2D game where uh, you could like ride weird little creatures and you could like do running attacks and use magic, and the the characters you could choose from were like a girl in bikini uh, armor, a barbarian, and a dwarf. Golden axe. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was yeah. much more of a golden axe. That game is super great. Like, still uh, holds up. I'd, yeah, I, I would argue. Absolutely. Um, Welcome, Red Warrior. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, those stupid little elves. And your, if you you collected enough potions and you could you, you do your ultimate attack and summon a dragon to breathe fire on everybody. Multiple things, yeah, it was mm. it was great. Oh, you guys remember uh, Altered Beast? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. That game is sexy. Power up. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that game was dope like thirty years ago. Okay. <laughs> I so I don't know revisiting now, it. But... Revisiting it, my favorite is when you get the first power up. Remember, you can't let any of them go by. If you let any of them like pass you, you you don't um you don't reach your beast form. Uh, the first time you get it, you don't hit beast the game mode. freezes. <laughs> you don't get beast <laughs> mode. <laughs> the first time you get it, um, your character everything freezes and there's a power up, and your character's clothes rip. But he doesn't get bigger. His clothes just rip, which I always found really amusing. Uh, hmm. So he only hulks out a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't even get bigger. His clothes <laughs> nice. just rip a little. He's just, he's just allergic to clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the clothes are allergic to you. Yeah. Even better. The floor is <laughs> lava. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of possible floors being lava... To jump yes. back into this, the totally OP user team, 
just kind of like nonchalantly rides by. Yeah, they just the completely Bob and the gang, which presumably they're just starting the the game now because they're starting from the very top level. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird that they all they, they're kind of like a second team going in. I I already mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. And uh Bob somehow recognizes the game and he says, "Ah, a dungeon deep." He's probably heard oh, of it or something. Presumably yes. he's played it before. Yeah. That yeah. or he like read about it in his like guardian training. Well, yeah. no, because after he reboots, uh, I'm jumping ahead like 30 seconds here, but yeah. like uh, after he reboots, uh, he reboots as the, uh, the rogue and the he's thief. all, yeah, the thief. Yeah. Yep. And he's all like, Oh, the thief. I'm, I'm not the warrior. warrior. Oh, yeah. I'm not the warrior. He says, I'm always the warrior. I'm always, I'm always the, warrior. the warrior. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, yeah. Presumably I, he's played this game before. But because like, he's Bob, he doesn't remember anything about I, how to solve the game. I, I <laughs> think. Well, that's I a think... good point. Hold up. <laughs> he's like, oh, I've played this well, game before, and I'm I always mean, the warrior. If he's played this game multiple times, how come he's so dumb? I, no, <laughs> well, he's I, Bob. I think... He's Bob. He's I, Bob. I, We've already I, established. I really... I really only took that in the way that, like, he's usually like the head of the team in any game, yeah. or like the the he's brains, never the brains and, of the operation. He's never the brains of the operation, but he likes to, you know. Yeah, we we had a, a, a whole episode about that in the TIFF. Where he's usually <laughs> yes. the, the muscle. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, I feel like Enzo and Dot reboot as things that suit them very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Dot is straight up just a wizard. Yep. And um uh Enzo reboots as the elf. He's an elf. (laughs) An archer kind of thing. Like way back early D D in those games, right? Instead of being like race, elf archer. He's just elf. I was just gonna say, I like how his role is just elf. That's that's how the first D D was. There was um fighter, uh cleric, thief, dwarf, and elf and wizard. Well, and I mentioned uh, Gauntlet. Like the the four character classes in Gauntlet were Warrior, Valkyrie, Wizard, and Elf. Yep. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elf of I like Elf being its own its own thing. Yeah. And speaking uh, of rebooting, uh, the way that they they all say reboot in this scene is kind of weird to me, and they all do it instead of being all like tap tap reboot. Like they had, like they've done in every yeah. other episode. They're like they reboot, boot, yeah. Oh, they all do that. They all yeah. do that. Yeah, that's it's weird. Uh, I I feel like it might have been like some sort of like voice direction from the mm-hmm. the voice director we're, we're of this episode <laughs> in particular. Yeah, we're trying things. Okay. Yeah, testing the waters. And yeah. you don't you don't see Mike reboot reboot. I said that. Uh, you don't like see my reboot. Reboot. <laughs> if you're Actually, not the warrior, then who is? My name is Cecil, and I reboot. <laughs> I would love it if a game fell over um, Dot's the diner. Di- the diner, and he had to reboot. And yeah. uh, Cecil was in the game. Yeah. <laughs> He'd probably be uh, like a, a a bar, like uh, a barkeep character oh in a tavern or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> see so i would love it if cecil thing. 
I, I would love it if Cecil rebooted into this like jacked like <laughs> hero type character with, with so, like doubling down with on what legs, they do with yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Da, 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 da. Mike, the mighty along. warrior tonight at eight. Yeah, he does that. that <laughs> an Arnold. And I, I love that his I love that his mouth speaker is on his loincloth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he he does. He's kind it's of like kind the of mighty warrior. Yep. Get down. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't uh, overplay it though. That's all they do with that voice. They, they don't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like, nice. Yeah. You can overdo it sometimes. Yeah. Bob does his his famous line. This yep. is bad. This is very, very bad. bad. Yeah. Yes. And he tries to pick up the sword. Oh yeah, re- that's right. Like, he's that not he... even strong enough to like use the yeah. weapon. Yeah, yeah. With. It's one of those old D and D rules. You can't use a weapon you're not trained in. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, you you could pick it up. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. oh yeah, that that is a very very interesting way to portray um, the whole like only like the thief class can use this item. Only the yeah. warrior class can use this. And I played um, old D and D games. Hand like passes through. Yeah, the handle. Yeah, it's like some holodeck shit right there. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Enzo tries the wizard staff and it does the same thing. And yeah, his hand like phases through it and it ripples. I, I I love it. Bob Bob explains to everyone we're all stuck playing our roles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just yeah. hang that hang that lampshade. Right yeah. Over. Yeah. Wink at the camera. Exactly. We're all playing our role, stuck playing our roles in Too this real, role-playing man. game. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Stop knocking on my fourth wall, please. <laughs> oh, you're watching the wrong show. That <laughs> 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 uh, They try to ditch Mike. Yeah. Like, they're just like, no, Assholes. Let, let, let us do it. We're going we're gonna to do it. <laughs> How about yeah, you stay here and do nothing? Shunned yeah. by his friends, ignored by his loved ones, <laughs> <laughs> abandoned by those he trusted the most. If those are the ones that love him, then I'd hate to see the haters. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you know, uh, Bob technically owns him, so you know. that's true. Yeah. Uh, he threw him away. It's <laughs> kind of like, like when you give Dobby a sock. Yeah, he's he's free now. Yeah, he threw him away. He's a, he's a free man. He's a free TV. So technically, he came back on his own accord. So really, yeah, yeah Bob's just a dick. It's uh, Bob's fault. Yeah, I'm noticing Bob's is a, Bob is a dick in a lot of this series so far. Yep. Um, yeah. Watching yeah. it is a very different experience from yeah. when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that earlier, actually. Yeah. 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 You have you have a different perspective. Now that you're older, and you're you, you're kind of siding with Bob a little more than you thought you were before. You're oh, more annoyed no, I'm at first, it. yeah. Uh, but you know, at least in terms of regarding Mike the TV, you get where he's coming from. But uh, you know, other times, you're like, Bob, what what's the deal, man? Everyone looks up to you. Why are you why are you being a jerk? Christopher and I had mentioned it like in an earlier episode, but mm-hmm. we were like. I can't even remember which one it was, but yeah, we discussed how, as a kid, you think Bob's the coolest. Yeah, yeah. he's got glitch and he doesn't afraid of anything. Exactly. Uh, but as an adult, you're like, 
Oh, Dot's actually pretty dope. Like she's like this yeah. uh really strong, independent, like smart businesswoman who seems to have her hand in like basically every pot Everything. in mainframe. And yeah. it's not even that she has power or money or like yeah. whatever. For me, it's that she's just smart capable. And kind she, and capable. Yeah, she's smart well, and capable and yeah. Dot has her own hangouts, which yeah. we won't really get into on this particular episode. It'll, <laughs> it'll come up later. But I, th- I think it's more like Bob is, he's just a guy. Like, he's trained he's and he knows what he's doing, but he, he is he is afraid of things. And he is fallible. And he's just trying to be tough. Trying to be that muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And I you feel know, that. I feel yeah. that. And it's like, oh, okay, you're an actual person with problems, and you're not that idol that I used to worship when I was ten years. Huh, that's a good point. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah that makes him better. Like yeah. I said, uh, I relate gotta... more to a different character, but all yeah. the characters are definitely. I appreciate them more. They're more three dimensional than they look on the screen. Speaking of oh, three dimensional, um, <laughs> Mike the TV <laughs> makes like a cardboard cutout of himself somehow, with weird like television trickery. Well, yeah, they 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 convince Bob to let him in the game. Trick photography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, just stay out of our way. He's like, well, no. right right after they all say, no, nah, no, nah, you're not coming with. Then suddenly they're begging Bob to let him play the game. I guess yeah. it's. So yeah, it was kind of that's kind of a quick turnaround. Well, I think uh, Mike's pity party uh, kind of <laughs> affected uh, Dot and Enzo. They're like, oh, eh, oh for he's sure. harmless. Let him tag <laughs> along. In this you know? case, I relate to Bob because I'm like, no, that doesn't work on me. <laughs> when you're in a, no. when you're in a group project and you that one person is there, <laughs> and you're like, I can do this without you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please mm-hmm. just let me do this. Yeah. Uh, that that is generally how I feel. Like in most work related things, that is generally how I feel mm-hmm. in basically any situation. <laughs> if it can be done, you know, by it's one easier person. for everyone if you just let me do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have uh, at work. They're like, oh, we have we have two part timers coming in. We know you're really swamped in the freezer. Like, why don't you? Uh, uh, you can, <laughs> like, you can, uh, we'll give them to you. You can uh, get them to, to do things for you. And I'm just like, this will take longer. You do yeah, realize this. Yeah. Now I have to watch them. Yeah. I'm just gonna, just gonna do this on my own, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get you to, uh, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna get you to, to go over there and do this thing. And, you know, sometimes they might actually be useful, but it's most of the time you're just like, I don't need this. Please, why are you? They're why? never useful. Yeah. <laughs> never. <laughs> you have my sympathy. Spoiler. <laughs> All right, so uh, we jump to so... a transition scene. I love the I, I love the ch- transition screen. The yeah. transition screens are the level screens, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's a gold and a silver gauntlet that like Brofist, they brofist away. And, yeah, they and when you pull away, it shows a shield on like a wall, and it says the level one. Bum, yeah. Ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're inside, it. and there's a spook. I actually remember playing a super old like PC game where the very beginning had like a a demon like skull thing on the wall like this. 
Mm. One of those games where you had to click around and you could click spells or abilities yeah. and then click on the screen. And mm. I didn't have the attention span for it yeah. when I was that young. <laughs> yeah. Then they they're approaching this gate next, and Dot makes a comment. She's like, "I don't like this place. It gives me the jaggies." <laughs> gives me the jaggies. <laughs> jaggies. Uh, yeah, yeah, that and, that cracks me up earlier. Yeah. It's what are jaggies? A, an informal name for artifacts in raster images, most frequently from aliasing, oh, which in okay. turn is often caused by nonlinear mixing effects. And basically, when your model is out of alignment from you know its textures, and uh, oh, it that looks makes sense. Weird. Basically, yeah. the, the the reboot version of Goosebumps, I guess. Oh, well, that's that's perfect. how she she words it. Yeah, yeah, it gives me the yeah. jaggies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so they yeah. don't have anti anti aliasing yet in this game. No. I mean, it's the mid nineties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the demon head talks. Says yeah. to win the chalice, listen to me. One in all, all in one. That's the key. Also voiced by Michael Donovan. They just brought him in and had him record this 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 head this voice. And huh. uh, oh, wow. yeah, they just did a little bit of effects on his voice, and there it is. So, yeah, he does Sweet. all sorts of characters, side characters and stuff. You gotta milk the voice actors for all Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he did a voice in Beast Machines as well. Not Probably. Beast Wars, but Beast Machines, I'm pretty sure. I think he might have been Tankor in Beast Machines. I'll look that up. Tankor. But... <laughs> yeah, so Enzo's like, cool, talking skull, alphanumeric, awesome! Yep. I like it when they say the name of the show. Um, <laughs> yes, that's what they had in mind when and, they were uh, like, "Let's make sure we we, we reference this because a podcast is going to mention it." Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's exactly what they thought <laughs> exactly. of in 1994. <gasps> and uh, the svelte wizard dot is like, maybe it's some kind of clue or a riddle. <laughs> she's the smart one remember <laughs> yes she's smart she's definitely yeah. the smart one um okay and everybody starts pushing on the door yeah yeah and it's, it's not budging mike does a, a dudley do right and yeah it goes <laughs> cannonballs right into it brilliant wow yeah. you know who dudley do right is yeah, oh, yeah. all right that, I imagine that, that's how you feel like all Canadian police are like. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mean they're, they're not far off, but they're not. <laughs> they're I not. mean, <laughs> I'm just an American. I don't... <laughs> they kind of are. I hope so. Except when they bust you for like having like uh, a quarter of weed, like they'll just take it away from you and smoke it and be right all like, <laughs> dumbass. <clears throat> I feel like. There's a story there, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking from experience. Maybe. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they, I, have uh, to, I, I have talked at length on these podcasts about my, my, my long and storied history of illicit drug use. So <laughs> mostly on our, um, PG 13 podcast, too much energon TV. Y seven FV. Yeah. But on on this one, uh, because uh, it is a younger audience, and because Aiden's here, uh, we try to <laughs> what? keep it clean. What? Huh? What? 
Right. Wow. Cap seems to think this is the more wholesome of our two podcasts. Then why'd you bring me on? percent. One thousand percent it is. Okay. I even feel bad when I swear on this one. You should listen to too much energy on well, if you want to. I'm pre- pretty sure, like, well, you know, I'm pretty sure that the same age group that watched it then is listening to this now. So I don't think you're. I, I think you're safe. I know, mm-hmm. but I don't want to swear around you, Aiden. I what, feel like you're a lot am, more wholesome than. Why I. am I this guy? <laughs> as long as there's an explicit man. warning, I, I think swears you don't, sometimes. You don't know me very well, do you? <laughs> no, well, that's just. Oh well. That's just. It's just. It's just the uh, thing I'm running with. Yeah, the bit. Yeah, that's that's all. That's, it's the that's bit that 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 uh, Cal is committed to. I'm that's committed fair. To it, that's it. fair. There. So face for radio. Yeah. As if none of them realized. When Mike the TV like runs and touches the door, it just like collapses easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because they they're all, all become, pushing on it, and they all become ex-humans. So it was it was supposed to be <laughs> it was supposed it was supposed to be the warrior all along that took down the door. No, they all had to touch it. Yep, one and all. They all had to touch one. Oh, well, I took that too. Yep. I well, okay, blow it does make so sense. It if does you're make smart, sense you go, really oh, because all four of them work together. Yeah. Hey, hey, we don't insult but, Aiden hey, directly here. All, all, all I saw as a kid was Mike do this wicked charge and bust down the door. I didn't see hey. anybody else do that, so that's what I took from that episode. He is the mighty warrior. <laughs> you Fair could enough. be right about that. It's you true. Yeah, but no, maybe. it does make sense now that somebody explains it hmm. that they all had to touch the door. It's he almost like the uh, that guy telling them the riddle, the demon face. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Mike. I don't know. Mike about may that. not have his mm. glorious warrior sword, but he has the biggest dick of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, his yeah, his. And it's yours free for only ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine. Plus well, shipping uh, and handling. Oh dear! So they're TMNTing it. The Teenage yes. Mutant Ninja Turtles now. They're literally on like green slime, like a, ri- a river of slime. Yeah, 90s too. Yeah. A river of slime. It's there a, must be twenty-five thousand gallons of Ghostbusters all over the city. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah, Ghostbusters too. I like Ghostbusters yeah. too. I do too. Uh, yeah. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it gets, I saw it gets a bad rap from a lot of people. Hmm? It's not. It's the problem is it's a follow up to one of the greatest uh, comedy films of all time. Oh so yeah. So it's like totally, you can't yeah. really compare it, but it's good on its own. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. true. I agree. Yeah. And right. uh, that's true. That's that's a good point. I always wondered why people had a hate on for the second one. Because it's not the first one. That's really what. Yeah. 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 And um, uh, they are so, surfing yes. the sco- on the door. Oh my god, it's the Scolari brothers! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to uh, make special mention of the lighting in this dungeon uh, for when they're going down this river. Oh, and all the torches and like the glow of everything. Like this is that still is really, really well done. And like when yeah. she lights, she lights up her uh, staff, and it's, it's all illuminating. It's all. It's really impressive for the first season, and they're still getting, you know, uh, their water wings when it comes to this 3D animation. And it's like, wow, okay, here we go. We're actually in a dungeon. This looks good. 
and the 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 wall sconces the torches yeah um they're flickering so they they get brighter and and they dim a little bit and it's it's very very good dot the the wizard takes off her hat after she uses her staff to uh illuminate the little door raft they're on and she just has a map inside of her wizard hat yeah and i'm pausing it just for the first time now and trying to look at the map it actually shows the position of the users. Yeah. Mm. They're presumably blue, and the little green yeah. like oval is um, the user team. It's them. Huh. Huh? Oh, wait, who's blue? Um, the... the Bob and Dodd and Enzo and Mike. Oh. Our yeah. heroes. They're on the yeah. river. Because they're on the river. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They okay. even say that. They, they point to... Uh, um, dot points, you can tell it's her hand because not only is it wizardly, she rocks the black nail polish. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. The user's team's up ahead, and this must be us, because we're <laughs> on the river. We're traveling down the hopeless river of internal imprisonment. <laughs> also, I would like to call attention to the fact that this medieval castle has a relatively modern looking sewage system. It's quite impressive, Beneath really. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was programmed by someone who lived in the modern age but didn't quite know how castle dungeons worked. Well, like like aqueducts and like plumbing, it, it that goes back a lot farther than people think. That's true. Right? Like he, humans have been like trying to manipulate water and um you know, like deal with their their own filth for many hundreds of years. But I, I know what you mean. It's like laid out a little too perfectly. Like the bends in it are like it's it's very big. Like this is yeah. probably like the biggest sewer in existence. It looks like something I would be wandering around in in Silent Hill 3. <laughs> looks like something out of a video game. Almost. But I could be wrong. A fantasy role-playing game. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised there weren't monsters in the in the river. Well, I think it's, that's more of an introduction. But uh, Bob's like, where are we going next? And she's like, oh, the vicious pit of total oblivion. He's like, oh, sounds nice. <laughs> but then they're like, wait a minute. And it's right um, in front of them. Yeah, this is interesting. They, they fall off into the, uh, the vicious pit. And, you know, the, the raft um, goes down a pit. And it shows Bob, he's hanging onto um, a cliff that he just managed to grab onto. And yeah. everyone is hanging off of him. There's some... Yeah. He is a high-strength stat. Yeah. He's a like, rogue, though. But it's like... Eh. Have and you even, ever played a rogue with, like, hand strength, strength though? Yes. Like, even, holy shit. <laughs> even, Mike, even Mike, the TV, addresses this. Oh, yeah, by, he's like, Bob's strength, well, hold out. Well, Bob's strength, hold out. Yeah. Will our yeah. heroes be dashed into the pit of horror? Tune in next time. <laughs> yeah, same for, bat I, time. Same bat channel. That darn yeah. wacky crazy dungeon. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I forgot what he said. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was something really ridiculous that he. Yeah. That darn wacky Dr- crazy dungeon. And then they, and they, introduce, <laughs> they interrupt him because it's like, come on, just climb up. Climb Mike, up. we had just climbed the fuck up here. Come on. Yeah. You need yeah. the bottom person to climb up first. Yeah. And so he does, and Bob's fine. And I'm like, Well, and wow. he's a CRT TV as well. So. Yeah, he's, he is he's a heavy motherfucker. Yeah. 
<laughs> then it's really Dot's leg strength we have to thank. Uh, uh, yeah, for those are some back. wicked calves. Yeah. Well, she yeah. wears heels at her day, but man. I could yeah, talk about Dot's legs know. all day, but oh. let's transition to the next <laughs> level. That's a hey, whole other episode. Dot's <laughs> legs all day, but I spend way too long talking about Hexadecimal's legs in the episode mm. where she's introduced. That's so true. don't feel bad. Did. I, re-listening to it, I spend way too long yes. <laughs> talking about Hexadecimal. No regrets. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to get real thirsty in season three when uh, when Andrea grows up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh... oh, okay. we need to I'm going to have to guest back onto that onto this show when we get to season three. Cause, uh... Dedicate an entire episode to Andrea. Yeah, just going to need to. Yeah. We're all going to be simping it's for It's okay. He, he's going to be talking about Andrea. I'll be talking about how cool Matrix is, and we'll move on. All righty, then. <laughs> we'll find out. I mean, everybody wanted to be like a huge jacked dude with a cybernetic eye and a magic, and a, a magic like, gun. Robocop gun. I yeah. really wanted the gun. Didn't care so much about being jacked. I just really wanted Andrea. <laughs> well, well, here, here's the thing uh, you need to understand your folly in that line of thinking you don't oh. care about being jacked but you want Andrea ooh you can't have only one hey, of those things it's called body positivity pal look it up <laughs> <laughs> you get girls like Andrea by being matrix jacked I'm just you saying you get girls like Andrea by loving yourself <laughs> or whatever they're teaching us now <laughs> and losing a game <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that is true. <laughs> literally being spoilers. stuck that's, with that's, each other. I, I feel like you're uh, both right here. <laughs> yeah, Lit- literally being stuck with each other for however many cycles. I feel like you're yeah. both right. Yeah, they <laughs> compile up faster. And okay, anyways, we're we're, on, gonna we're getting table back discussion for another Oof. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. We're on level two. This is yes. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> They're ghost. Roman centurions, something like that. Yeah. So, something like that. Greek warriors. I think oh, they're yeah. Greek. Greek yeah. actions. They're like ghostly. Like they're, <laughs> their parts <laughs> nice. are ju- their armor is just hanging in the air. I'm trying to like sneak in, and Mike just slams the door. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so I love that. Have any of you guys played Blood Omen? Yes. Uh, Blood Omen: Legacy of Cain. You're goddamn yes, right. I, I I'm aware not. of it. Um, you know, as somebody that practices archery, it really bothers me how Enzo's holding his bow. That when he, if when you've he never the... shot a bow before in your yeah. life, that's how you hold a bow. Yeah. Huh? He's holding it like sideways, like Turok. Like... Um, it's the way... It's <laughs> like, um, it's I, like well, when you crouch in um, Skyrim and your character switches their bow like sideways. That's how he's he's holding his... I think he's just holding it down uh, and not maybe it to shoot. Except that he's drawing the, he's pulling the draw, the string. Yeah. Well, so I, don't, I don't know if shoot. any of the animators were archers. I mean, uh, clearly not. Probably so. not. It's but, TV. but I will admit this: it does look cool. It does. <laughs> For Enzo being an elf with the hat and everything. Yeah, as yeah. Cool as he can be. And that, and I think, um, let me just get back to that scene real quick and take a look. If you can see the arrow, does he have an arrow? Yeah. Uh, the tip, you'll see, that's, you'll see the tip of the arrow later. We'll get back to that arrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In a moment. 
but uh, yeah, it's. I I love this. It turns into an episode of, um. Oh, what was that? Let's game make a show deal. With... Let's make a deal. Thank you. Yes. You have to, <laughs> you have to choose the door. Yeah. Oh and yes, yes, yes. Mike is eating it up. He loves it. He was born for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Will it be door number one, or door number two, or door number three? But it shows nine doors behind him. <laughs> and they they think something Mike opened a door, but it's not him. Oh right, there's like a thud sound. Yeah. They're like, well, wasn't me. These are weird enemies. The the ghostly soldiers. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, so the reason why I brought up Blood Omen is because yes. these guys I, look I like, sound like yeah, somebody I, leaving. Something happened. Did Craig? I heard nothing. Is Craig still, is still here. here? Okay, good. I, saw, okay. I, I thought I'd just mention it. Okay. Hmm. Okay, sorry, you were saying Blood Omen. Uh, yeah. The reason why I blood up... Uh, blood up? Yeah, blood up. Jesus. <laughs> blood, up. blood up or nut up? <laughs> blood up brought uh, Omen. Uh, the reason why I brought up Blood Omen was because uh, there's a character in that game named Malik, uh, who is uh, basically he's been cursed to essentially be a ghost inhabiting his Seraphan armor uh, mm. because he failed right. the Circle of Nine and allowed mm. them to be killed by Vorador at the beginning of the game. Um, but yeah, he's a, a floating suit of armor, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted a screenshot of him in the uh, the Discord chat. But yeah, I brought it yeah. up because that's what these remind me of. I, I see the resemblance. And in fact, like the visual, the whole like visual style of this game period kind of reminds me of Blood Omen, at least the uh, the Blood Omen FMV sequences. Mm-hmm. When did that game come out? 1996, I believe. Oh. Hmm. So it's actually after this this episode. Yes. But Coincidence? It's... Yeah. I think so. <laughs> 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 so the these I didn't realize how big they were until they, they ran away. Because when they open the door, it it seems like they're almost human size. But when they run away from them, they're like 15 feet tall. Well, the, the scale is accurate when they're like entering the room. You can just see the like the statue's like feet, but it's mm-hmm. it's a weird cut because they're they're all standing in front of the door, but then they look up and they cut to just the statues in front of the door, and there's no they're not in the shot, and then they cut back to them running away from the same door. So it's a little jarring, uh, in which can it's it's a little confusing, but it's you get the general gist because it yeah. cuts so quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I like um of... go ahead. No, I'm done. Oh <laughs> I like uh dots. They're like look at her as if she can do something because Bob's like, Don't worry, I'll handle this with my butter knife. And he like pulls out like a thieves yeah. tool. Just like little <laughs> little starting equipment. <laughs> Le- level one like thieves knife. Yep. And uh dot they all look to her to try to fix things. And she's like, uh, Abra, whatchamacadabra call it, <laughs> which somehow actually does something. Yep. And, um, she makes them half as big, but she doubles them. So now there's yeah. like four, eight foot tall statues, like ghostly armors no, no. coming at them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, it's like two for the price of one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike. But it works. Nice going, Merlin. <laughs> and instead of Thanks, like Bob, <laughs> instead of them like splitting off and fighting each of them like one on one, like you would expect, because that comes kind of at the end of the episode, mm. um, they just kind of like do it again. Yeah, if it works. Yeah. Try Encore. again. They're like, okay. <laughs> Encore. Yeah. And she's like, Abraca, what you cadabra call it? And now there's eight. But they're smaller. And, then and she does it again. Do it again. And now there's 16. Like, now there's 16. Man. Tiny. This reminds me of the Evil Dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And instead of them stabbing their feet, they just kind of like comically like squish them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having Dungeon Mastered more than a few games, if a party discovers a method that works, they're going to lean on that as hard as they can. So this makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, too, am somebody that runs many a game. Many an RPG in my day. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, if my party had discovered that this spell worked, they'd just do it over and over. Why not? Yeah. Got to get that XP somehow. Yep. And Mike's Mike's blabbering on, and Dot doing, like zaps him with some magic. He's he's doing like a, an announcery voice, just talking <laughs> about what they're doing, like at, at a derby as they're just squishing them. And, and when she zaps him, uh, as Bob and Enzo are like playfully, like kids in a schoolyard, jumping on these like little <laughs> ghost statues. <laughs> yeah, they're just leaping around. Yeah. Um, she zippers Mike's mouth. <laughs> Gen- genie magic. style uh, from like Aladdin. Yeah, which is I'm like, whoa, 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 you can do that? <laughs> All of your problems are solved. Yeah, At least in the game. Yeah. And she gives mm. him like such a like I don't know, like sitcom-y like, like oh viral. you rascal. Come on, <laughs> guys. Are, are you done yet? Uh-huh. I just I I'll just show you realized, a screenshot of it. Yeah, I just realized at the like uh, ten minute nineteen mark, there's a small little centurion like hiding behind a pillar that got away, and he's like looking at them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huh. Good for him. Yeah. So he does no fear. <laughs> Bob slams open a door. Yeah, he does afraid of anything. Yes, <laughs> and he just try- they he just all tries scream a door. in horror. Yeah, like it cuts to the POV of the door, and they're all like, "Oh my god!" They're screaming. They're and and you don't see what's in it. <laughs> they just cut. Nope. It, they shut the door, and then Bob slams the door again. Yeah, great That's gag. Very yeah, and it works somehow. Very Evil Dead. Yeah. And somehow Mike the TV got the zipper <laughs> off his mouth because he's talking again. And I guess he the opens the right door. He has magic like door powers because he's a. Half a, is uh, like a talk show host half the time. So yeah. it'll be late for the next level. Let's go. Yeah. And then there's a eternal spiral staircase with a scene that Christopher loves because <laughs> his favorite creature is in well, it. Well, first oh, we transition geez. to level thirteen, so we're skipping ahead a little bit. Oh yeah, then good. Yeah. yeah. The 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 yada 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 some levels. Yeah. 
basically, Which, um, we I should bum, be bum, do, bum, we should bum, be doing bum. on the show. Um, and there is a much more realistic spider in this. Christopher had mentioned this like earlier. This spider is more disgusting and realistic than the spiders in Beast Wars, even though it came out two years later. It's very yeah. impressive, like in terms of just the modeling and the 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 appearance. It's terrifying. But the I wanted I wanted to make special my special mention. Uh, my, uh, we hear a, a high pitched screaming, and at first you think it's Dot. <laughs> But then they all look over, and Dot's like, Ugh, and she looks over, and it's Mike screaming. But it's actually Dot's voice actress doing the scream, because uh, Michael Donovan in his in in his podcast he talked about how it was her doing that, and he can do oh. a scream, but they wanted it higher pitched, more terrified, and yeah. <laughs> she just belted it out. And it's a great. Scream. It is. That yeah, it's a great great drama scream. scream. Yeah, fantastic. So they milked but their voice this- actors. I, I like that, yeah. They, God, it was a team this, effort. This so, fucking spider. So yeah. Bob becomes extremely useful, and he, like, Mario jumps. <laughs> yeah. He Mario jumps on the spider's head, bounces off, and attaches himself to the thread that the gigantic spider is hanging from, and starts sawing away at it um, with his butter knife. And, well, this is scary. It, like, almost gets his leg. Yeah, it wraps Ew. his yeah. Oh, it actually grabs his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gross. It's pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. And it screams. Hang on this scene very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll move forward. We're gonna, um, we're gonna keep going. It Just screams gonna... and falls into the the depths below, which is funny because that's yeah. where they're going. And Bob's like, "That was easy enough." And Dot's like, "What?" <laughs> you know, with this this whole gag, and it's great. Just this little. Yeah. So Bob, yeah. Bob's useful. Yeah. That yeah. was easy enough is one of Bob's recurring catchphrases in yeah. the show. Is this the first time we've heard it? Because I feel uh, like it might be. Maybe. I think, maybe. I think it was Carl. on the first episode, too. I think so. mm. I'd have to do Where a rewatch. He, he, yeah. burns an, he burns a hole through an asteroid and flies through it. Yes. The, the funny yeah. thing is, oh, yeah, true. The funny thing is, then they continue going downwards, but that's where the spider just fell. So presumably yeah. they have to deal with it again, unless it I, died. I think it died. Enough Fair. falling damage. I hope it died. It's I hope big so. enough that it yeah. takes falling damage. Spiders IRL don't. Yeah, those bastards. And then we transition to level twenty-three. Dun 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 dun. Then it comes and in on Mike, Mike is saying some Mike bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no way out, and they yell at him and tell him to log off, and uh, they continue. And, we and it doesn't show us how they beat that level, but <laughs> yeah. they jumped to level 31. Yep. So presumably there's just a lot of exploration. It could be that all the levels are randomly generated. Possibly. It could be a red uh, Given the year, probably doubtful. Holy shit, um, carrots in shining armor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> carrots in shining armor. Weird. I loved it as a kid. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking like, what? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Joke enemies. Yeah, you do actually see them later in the show, which is great. Mm-hmm. The S and P, and um, they remember that Bob has glitch because he says cutter, and yeah. like a Mortal Kombat weapon <laughs> almost. Um, <Yeah>. A giant <laughs> cutter shoots out, goes down the hallway, and then comes back to him. Yeah, and, and uh, the carrots are like sliced up. 
Yeah, and Mike's like, operate right now? Surely you can't, you can't be serious. Be serious. <laughs> and then yeah, he that's... jumps at the opportunity to say, he slices, he dices, he cuts julienne fries. <laughs> yeah. Circling and... back to the julienne fries. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That's how comedy also, works. Also, these... Uh, these sliced carrots actually look surprisingly realistic. Yeah. Don't they actually look like sliced carrots? Yeah. They do, yeah. <laughs> they do. Well, they probably had references, you know. So. Level 37. Dun, 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 Here dun, they dun. are, and they're rotate. Well, the camera's rotating. Yeah, for some them. reason, um, Dot says, we didn't get a chance to hear the riddle for this level. Does that mean there has been 37 riddles? There's been a riddle for every single uh. level? Maybe, Maybe, but they probably didn't find them all. And how did yeah. they get there? I think uh, it's we don't more ask these questions. This is <laughs> the longest <laughs> game in history. Yeah. This is a visual gag, I can tell, because it's just <laughs> yes. the way that they're all standing on this little tiny plateau over nothing, and Mike is just and hanging Mike's on just for dear life. Hanging on. Oh, poor guy. It reminds and, me of the depths of um the minds of Moria and yeah. Lord of the Rings. And and Enzo's like, Will you guys will you two shut up? <laughs> like just I'm I'm tired of hearing you argue. Uh, There's yeah. no walls. It's just darkness. They're on a yeah. pillar of indeterminate height, and the only light is Dot's little yeah. staff. And then it goes pajung, and it cuts to another level, level transition 42. of 42. So yes. this because... one has green fire sconces. <laughs> green fire is more evil than orange fire. Yeah. <laughs> they're fighting an evil puddle of water i think also oh. the uh in this bit here like the the depth of field effect is kind of fucked up um looking to me because yeah, like when they're going down the hall and it's a little yeah everything's kind of blurry like out of focus a, yeah because it's still relatively even torch lighting and you'd think that the green flames would be like, like have green lights but it's it's for a single gag uh, scene on a plane, <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's fighting like a puddle of water that puddle animates. Puddle of water, and, and Dot's just like, yeah, freeze. Bob just <laughs> looks at it and smiles and goes, "Dave Frost," yeah. and then he slips on the ice. Yeah. They're actually using tactics on the show. Yes, like like yes. dog, like dog. Who's dog? Um, <laughs> wow. What is Bob dog? is like slowly like getting ready to hold the door open and the others yeah. are pressed against the wall and Enzo's Virtually. there like notching yeah. an arrow. Yeah, and on the arrow is this terrifying clown head <laughs> that is more terrifying than an actual arrow head. Agreed. Uh, it's but ABC's like you can't have sharp weapons on your show. Uh BS and P is like no, so we're gonna make it more scary and and he opens the door <laughs> Because we're and... living with BS <laughs> and P. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that's next episode. Uh, two episodes from now. Two I almost now. forgot it's about my that. favorite episode of season yes. one. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to get to it. Yeah. yeah. But they take out like a golem or something. like a It's like suit. another suit of armor. Yeah. yeah. A spooky they, suit of armor. It's an enemy they can, they can kill without shedding blood or anything. So. True. Yeah, just to, and then they're getting chased by like the crummiest beholder ever. And we transition <laughs> to level fifty-eight, and it's just a running scene of being chased by an eyeball. Yeah, an eyeball with, with some like red tentacles, with red vein things as yeah. legs. 
and which they, is actually really scary if you think about it. But I think just, that's worse than a sharp object. But that's just me. Yeah, well, it goes by so fast. It's just this little chase. What would it scene. do if it caught them? I don't know. That's very <laughs> <laughs> Level sixty-five. Dun, yeah. da, da, dun, da, da. They are using they? a giant fucking banana as a speeder bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love this. It's zipping around like it's oh. a speeder bike from Empire Strikes Back, or not uh, Empire, uh, Return oh. of the Jedi. Oh, <laughs> but it's and then a giant banana. Then they're chased by this uh, <laughs> this skull head on like centipede legs or whatever. Fire yeah, that's pretty yeah. creepy. It's, it's, yeah, like. But again, it goes it goes by so fast a that a scallopede, like, if you will. Yeah. Yes. I got to use it. Very Sega Saturn game. And it breathes fireballs. Yeah. Like even Enzo um, comments on it. He's like, a fire-breathing scallopede fits right in with shadow worms, and, and he like lists a bunch of. I have the subtitles. Stuff. Let me let me read it off here. It's, yeah, go uh, ahead. Living oh, rock pile. Oh sure, killer it just puddles. Has... <laughs> uh, Shadow worms, and let's see here, like living rock piles, killer puddles, haunted laundry, battle carrots, armored, and then they gets interrupted because they're like, oh, hold on, and they ditch the banana. I'm intrigued by I I I want to know more about this haunted laundry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, On one of the levels that we didn't see, I suppose. Did yeah. they have to like wash it? <laughs> Ooh, it... but it stays dirty no matter how many times you wash it. <laughs> Ooh, dry, that... clean only. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret to defeating it, is you just have to get it dirty again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it perpetually busy trying to wash itself. It's like owning suede. I, I have nothing to follow that up with. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to clean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, but they ditched the banana. <laughs> And it just bounces away. And they, and they run underneath a like a spiky gate, but Bob is trapped on the other side. Yeah. He's cut off, and they're running through a hallway Indiana Jones style with a bunch of darts. Yeah, a bunch of darts him. or arrows zipping past them. And it's funny because I thought, I'm like, how convenient for them to like employ no dodging maneuvers whatsoever and just still conveniently not they're get hit by any of these? Running through and, and then, then it literally shows like an yeah. outline of them on the wall in arrows. Yeah, like they were in exactly the right spot. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> great cartoon gag, for sure. It is. And then it's yeah. a Skyrim like Draugr level because like axes come from the the ceiling and the walls and try to slice them and there's a pit of spikes. Classic pit spike and then like this stained glass window pops in. Well, it spikes, but yeah. they form together. It, yeah. Oh, she turns it into a window, and they just she turns it into a window, and they just run through it. They and, just, uh, yeah. Floor falls out from. He jumped over them, a fence. This one does not have spikes. No. And just uh, it's a level transition. They're at sixty-six. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. The last level. Yes. Yeah, and there's another demon head on the other side of the room, but it is golden. Yes. I was hoping the final level would be level 69. Nice. I'm glad you said that because I <laughs> yeah. thought about saying that and I'm like, no, no, no. You no, no. Christopher will one. say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's far too stupid of a comment to make. 
the whole like level 69 nice nice, nice. <laughs> Aiden, uh, you're supposed to say nice i i, I laughed my actually mm. my 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 number my last four digits of my phone number are zero zero six nine Nice. When I when nice. I go up to pay pay for stuff at at work, Alistair, without fail, it doesn't even matter how many times I've had to tell him, <laughs> just wants to hear me say zero zero six nine, and he'll just take like nice. a two second pause and be like, <laughs> "Nice." <laughs> I'll be like, "God damn it!" <laughs> uh, yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, the floor nice. is missing yes, in this nice. room. The center of the room is missing, and Mike is happy that they're almost done. But then we... He's a song and dance man, you yeah. know? He's an yeah. entertainer, and then the candle gets He's brighter. He's the scat man. Yeah. Scooby-doo-boo-boo-bop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, sorry, uh, like Alakar said, there's a yeah. single like yeah, candle he's... in the room, and it flares up really bright. So bright it almost blinds the uh, the team. Yeah. And a spooky shadow monster appears shadow behind monster. them. Yeah, it's very clever. It's a shadow monster, and it attacks them by attacking their shadows. Yeah, it's... again, another scene where the lighting is really well done. Yes, yes, it's quite, it's quite impressive. It's showing off here, yeah. And that instead didn't... of hitting them into the hole, the pit, it smacks them safely onto the other side of the room. Yes, <laughs> because B S and P. Um, (laughs) so I, I would like to point out that dot is like hanging off the edge here and Enzo is just straight up, like laying on the floor, looking at her. Yep. Not doing anything. Yeah. Well, maybe he got the wind knocked out of him and he's like, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Cause he hit the wall and I like how Bob with all of his like, like guardian key toolness pulls out his like little butter knife to like (laughs) light the shadow monster. Well. But then, then he leaps over the chasm to to save Dot. And like, if you have the like, if any of you have the episode up in front of you, just I do. look I do. look at the jumping animation of him just like leaping leaping over it. Let me, let me um, before we get to that animation, we're looking for it. Um, Dot is like hanging off the edge here. She's the wizard, so so she probably has a strength modifier of like minus one, minus two, right? <laughs> Remember when Bob held all four of them up with ease? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's at the fifteen forty-seven <laughs> mark, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it doesn't right? quite stick the landing, but it's enough. Oh to... my gosh, yeah, that's it's like the, the way he is, leaps. If you I look know. at the level. Like it's quite clearly shown in front of us. There was no need to jump across. Yeah, he could have just ran. <laughs> he could have just there. ran around. <laughs> but you know, it this actually is Bob. probably took this longer is Bob to we're jump. Talking about. So, I think like the, it connects quite clearly. Huh. Oh well. But then yeah. he, he he winks at Dot, and it's like, oh, oh, okay. He's trying He's to impress like, don't her. Don't worry, I, think. I got you, girl. Yeah. And, and for like, some reason, I don't get. Sorry, go ahead, Kurt. <laughs> go yeah, ahead. not only like is the jump itself like comically unnecessary, unnecessary, but like even the way he lands, like he lands on his butt <laughs> and yeah. does like yeah, and like when he lands, he kind of slides forward a bit. It's like, dude, what are you doing? So, so this part is so weird to me. They're all very capable. Like Dot is like what three seconds from being pulled up. Enzo's there. He's perfectly fine, and he turns 
and he's like, Mike's our only hope. But Mike is like three feet away from him. Yeah. Like, eh. I don't understand how Enzo's defeated here. He still has three arrows. Actually, he's had three arrows in his quiver the entire time. Right. But well, like, yeah. Mike's their only hope? Hmm. Okay. I he guess. gives up quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because if, if he doesn't, the shadow will just switch to the other wall. I, I, guess. I guess he'll not he'll know. knock them back safely to the other side of the room. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So um right. Mike the TV and with his barbarian helmet and his shield kind of starts a, backing up. He does a lawyer uh commercial. Oh yeah, mangled <laughs> injured, partially, partially erased. erased. <laughs> you have your legal rights. Call Cefeli Schumacher and what does he say there? Uh, Edwards. Edwards, yeah. And <laughs> Edwards. We won't be under sued. and he kind of nervously backs up into the wall and uh he breathes in like he's gonna scream yep but then he very smartly just blows out the candle boom Ah. just turns to the candle and blows it out and they're all in darkness and we have cartoon eyes in the dark which is a great cartoon effect it's a little scary but fine (laughs) their eyes glow they glow white (laughs) yeah and then the room is, again, brilliant uh, lighting here. It's illuminated by Mike the TV's static, uh, as he explains. Yeah, the dim how, light. Yeah, how he knows what to, what to do, because he saw it on a movie, in a, a bad monster movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's like, oh, well. Only uh, on BMMN, Bad Monster <laughs> Movie bad Network. Monster Movie Network. Yeah. So good. And uh, it's like, oh, hey, Mike was actually useful again. And they're actually like they turned around on him. They're like, "Oh, good job." Yeah, we owe yeah. you an apology. Oh, yeah. Now they owe him an apology. After he's yeah. helped numerous times throughout the yeah. entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> I Friends get the feeling like that these. like this was uh, the first time he solved the the room completely on his own. Fair. So. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Well, it's not solved yet because the golden Skullington. He says, to win the chalice, listen to me. One in all, all in one, that's the key. <laughs> and they kind of are like, oh man, this we guy's heard starting this to one. bother me. Yeah, and the floor, starting from the opposite end of the room, starts to fall away. That's very video gamey. Yes, it's very uh, square. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's falling away into an endless pit. Yep. And they're a, a pit of bottomlessness, listness, listness, listness. listness, listness. listness. <laughs> yeah, he does uh, his own echo effect. Yep. And then they they all get the the riddle, finally. Yeah. After and repeating it to themselves, they all put their hand in the gigantic um, keyhole. Keyhole. Yes. And they push down, and they fall into an open room. Yep. And the Stanley Cup is there. <laughs> and the Stanley yep. Cup yeah. is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very tiny Stanley Cup <laughs> in a room of mirrors, and uh, this is this this part's great. I love this this alphanumeric. Whole the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different game. <laughs> and it's uh, underneath, like what, like a display case with yeah, four yeah. handles. Geez, I wonder how we get it open. Hurt. Hmm. Oh man, uh, we're from Vancouver. The Stanley Cup's something we've never had before. <laughs> <laughs> what does it smell like? <laughs> Does it smell like hopes and dreams being crushed? <laughs> then I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. 
Does that smell little, like why uh, it's happening? That's a little uh, Vancouver humor mm-hmm. for you there, Alucard. Yes, we had some uh, riots when Boston visited us yeah. not too long ago. Shameful. Uh, yeah. Well, that that was like almost a decade ago now. It feels it feels closer. <laughs> uh, there were also riots when uh, Vancouver lost to the New York Rangers back in the oh. 1994 Stanley Cup. Yeah. Mm. So I, uh, the, per- the lesson here yeah. is like, don't ever let Vancouver get to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. not a problem. It only happens every like 15 years or so. <laughs> every generation. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! That means it's coming up in like a few years here. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. What were you saying? Yeah, I personally don't watch a lot of uh, hockey, but uh, uh, people in my household do because uh, they're big fans of the National Predators, and uh, so they watch a lot of hockey. And mm. so, yeah, I I am aware in the periphery of the goings on and. In that's the, that's kind know. of how I am. Yeah. Yeah, you, so. you want to hear a stereotype being broken? I'm a Canadian who doesn't even like hockey at uh. all. Like, even in the slightest. The only reason, like, I know of this stuff is because it's so local. It's kind of, of the hard riots. to... Yeah, it's kind of hard to yeah. ignore. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah. 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 So I like baseball. <laughs> like Like any good Canadian. I am a fan <laughs> of any sports ball. Sports ball is where it is at. I like it when the players defeat other players. Yes. I like it when local sports team wins slash loses important game. You like <laughs> it when local sports team loses? Traitor. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> All of you. Yeah. Me, me too. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Fucking nerds. Yeah. So we're, yeah, the house of mirrors. Yeah, the the mirrors. <laughs> this is great. This is like another Evil Dead ish kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. But Speaking we we know Dead, that. Yeah. Yeah, we know that uh, the mainframe, the company, they're big fans of Evil Dead because oh, there's yeah. all episode oh, yeah. in Absolutely. season we'll, three. But yeah, we'll get so, we'll get there in a few yeah, months. Yeah. There are deadite versions of all of them. Yes. They all have like gray skin and like white, like dead eyes. Yeah, and sharp teeth. Yeah, and sharp teeth. That's how you know they're deadites. Yeah. <laughs> and the evil Mike actually knows how to hold his sword. And yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that Bob brings the battle to him and jumps into the mirror world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And like the, that's the, the shots of. It like... feels like a very bad idea. Of Bob just like again, it, it's Bob beating yeah. up his uh, yeah. his mirror self. Bob well, is known pretty uh, yeah. before he looks most of the time, but it it works for him, yeah. especially here. He really beats the crap out of his uh, <laughs> deadite version. And Mike is chased uh, racehorse announcer style, and oh. uh, and is it that they <laughs> can only fight their shadow copy because the evil shadow Mike with the barbarian sword? It seems to only be targeting like Mike the TV. I think so. I think the shadows are just pro- programmed to fight their their copies. Uh, and, and indeed, probably. that's kind of how they beat them because they they help each other. They change partners. Yeah, because yeah. but Doc gets turned into a Picasso. 
Oh, I forgot. Her. Yeah, her evil... Uh, oh, that's the most evil thing a wizard dot can do. Turn dot into a painting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she could have just shrunk her and made her two of them, uh, like before. Oh, true. But... Abracadabra... Yeah. Abraca, whatchamacadabra call it? Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I remember that. <laughs> it so... sticks... It sticks in your head. It's one of those things. But, one of uh, those things. Yeah, and so I... Dot is a Picasso painting who can talk. Um, Deadite Bob, like, holding his lower back like he's injured, <laughs> crawls out of the mirror Love that. back into the real realm, and uh, Bob, living Bob, jumps through the mirror and tackles him again, and it looks like he's gonna, like, like execute him. Like, like snap his neck. Snap his neck, yeah, and holds. Yeah, yeah. he puts him in, like, a, a headlock, and I'm like, Whoa. I think you hear a, a few cracking yeah, you, sounds. You hear him, yeah. But he doesn't snap his neck. That's not TV friendly. It's and there's a gargoyle, SMG. and the gargoyle has to talk because what they presume correctly, they hear the the riddle again. And yeah. Bob yells, uh, "The users are are coming." So presumably they're hot on their heels. Yeah. Which is weird because wasn't the room? Didn't the room not have a floor? Or do you think the floor like reformed? I think it, I think it reset. It's a yeah. it's a video game, so yeah, you know. And it I like respawned. how after Dot is turned into a Picasso painting on an in easel, is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Um, Deadite Dot is just kind of like like yeah. hissing and yeah. using like her claws as if to like like scare or like slash at the air in front of Dot. Like and what I'm more like, could you oh, possibly do? Yeah, and she bumps into Mike, and he pulls a mic on him, and uh, yep. he doesn't add for yeah. the love hospital and your, your, your prescription to romance. Exactly, <laughs> and it's such a bad show that the, the the shadow dot just runs back into the mirror. She hisses and just runs <laughs> away. Yeah, and I guess her leaving this this realm uh, turns dot back to to normal. Yep, and. Then she turns in the evil Mike uh, into a beach ball. With feet. Yeah. I love this. She just boots him through the... Just punch him <laughs> with, with her thunder thighs. Just boom, right right into the mirror. The things I would do to be that ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my. Um, and then somehow, somehow Enzo just gets completely tied up. And has an air an apple on his head, and yeah, it's like, like how did what this happened, happen? Enzo? Like, did you just like let him do this? And he's gonna shoot an arrow with a boxing glove. I think yep. that's it's a boxing it glove. Like, Good old BS and P. Right. Oh no, Enzo might get slightly Pun- bruised. <laughs> you might get punched. Oh, oh no. But so then... <laughs> the shadow versions aren't so. E- you know what? Maybe they're less evil than the the real copies. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But, and, well, we'll uh, never know. Dot taps on uh, Deadite Enzo's shoulder, and she scowls. And I like how she beats him. She does the same thing that she did to Mike the TV. Yeah. Uh, presumably, she just punts him just, through the, just <laughs> kicks him real hard, just boom, right through, right through the, and... right through the mirror. <laughs> Great. And then Bob kicks. Um. Evil Bob, Evil Bob into the wall. Yeah, 
and Mike defeats this one. Yep. With the commercial channel. All commercials, all the time. An eternity of useless products products to rot your skeevy little mind. You got it. Your skeevy little mind. (laughs) Forever. And yeah, Yeah, he does this weird, like, uh, almost like Jack Nicholson. It's a little Jack Nicholson. Your skeevy little mind. Yeah. And And, uh, Evil Bob screams in horror. That scares off Bob. Of course it does. And (laughs) yeah. So they they beat their, their evil selves. Yeah, but, he he exits the mirror himself. Yeah, he just runs away. <laughs> but wait, <I> <laughs> but wait, the users are here. Yep. Oh shit! Oh shit! And they start pushing open one of the the mirrors, and the doors, he yeah. Bob's like slams himself into the door to stop him, and tells the others to just hurry up and grab the chalice. And they can't though, even though there's a glass case covering it with four handles they they can't move it and so yeah. dot because she's the brains remember mm. yep she says yep. forget them we have to do it together and so he listens he listens and goes and grabs the glass case but this is so weird it's when they touch the handles the the glass case just like evaporates and evaporates, explodes yeah. And it sends all of them flying backwards, which I feel is like really convenient for the user right now. Yeah, they almost get it. Yeah. But apparently touching it isn't enough. You must lift it above your head. Yeah. Because the well, the warrior I mean, of the user, he does touch it, but Bob like like punches him out of the way. Yeah, he elbows and, him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the um yeah, the Stanley Cup goes flying in the air, and Mike the TV like jumps and catches it and raises it, raises it above his head, just like a Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he even kisses it. And he kisses it. it just like the Stanley Cup, and the game goes. The game away. ends immediately. Yep, and it's a plunger. Yep, yeah, he's holding a plunger above his head, yeah. and they're Maybe in they Bob's don't like apartment. cocky either. <laughs> Maybe they don't like hockey either. <laughs> but there's a plunger which means that they do use toilets and they do get clo- mm. clogged and as we discovered mm. in an Enzo with a certain dog Frisket, people do poop in this world oh. poops. unfortunately oh. hold on yeah. uh, I'm paused at 2134 he's holding the plunger above his head there's something written on the plunger Oh, there is. Al's pit stain. Enhance. Pit stop. Al's pit stop. (laughs) Oh, Al's pit stop. That's where. So it's like he sells plungers at a convenience store or something. Huh? Where are you seeing this? It's it's written on the rubber part of the plunger. Yeah. That um at twenty one thirty two, Mike the TV's holding a plunger above his head, like uh, imitating like a crowd cheering. Like, yeah. Ah, ah. I, I'm looking at this and I can't see it on this slide. It's not like the rubber. Yeah, on the rubber part of the plunger. Did you try enhancing? It's side. It's sideways, so you got to tilt your head. But there's writing on that. You plunger. have to say enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Hang on. Maybe oh, Aiden has on. a different cut of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he has a different cut of the episode. It is right after the game goes away. You can just pause, and you see the plunger. You'll see it. Yeah. But while Aiden's doing that, we oh, the camera I, zooms. Yeah, I see it. Holy crap. 
The camera yeah. zooms yeah, out. I'm already and- past that part in the episode, and I'm not even bothering to go back because I'm like, yeah. well, I trust you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it too. Don't worry. And the camera does this really cool zoom through mainframe to Dot like, Steiner. Yeah, all the way to Dot Steiner. So there's in a less. scene transition. Yeah, they actually there's have a, an actual away. layout, an, uh, an actual like design where everything is in mainframe, which is really cool. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So there's like permanence to everything, continuity. Yeah. I think yep. there was a fan I saw on the subreddit, the reboot subreddit, trying to recreate mainframe. Uh, Lego? No, with a computer, with computer uh, rendering. I saw oh, someone oh. doing that in Minecraft years, yeah. years ago. But, that's cool. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, they're, dope, they're trying yeah. to do it based solely on references from the, the show, and they're trying to reach out to any of the creators, see if they uh, have any, any way to... That way you can, like, boot up and basically explore mainframe uh, that's yourself. pretty cool nice yeah. on a zip board yeah yeah, yeah. Zoom I, I, don't know, I don't know how far along they are but because it's a uh, just i think it's just one person trying to do this but uh yeah good for him that's pretty cool yeah so, so uh sweet. we are at the diner yeah we're uh, at the Dot's gang diner. is all there yeah they're trying to there. give an, an awkward apology it is awkward yeah, and and Dot's basically all like, so you see, kids, the moral of this whole episode was yeah. that we need to work together at, we, and be friends. We treated you like crap. Uh, so yeah. we're, we're sorry. sorry. Yeah, and I yeah. think they even say it like that. Yeah, yeah. We're sorry. Yeah. And Mike, the TV sniffles a little bit, and he says. Oh, stop. You're too kind. (laughs) And then he turns right back into Mike the TV. And he jumps on the table and says, I'd like to thank the Academy, my agent. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But most of all, people like you, my adoring fans. He's doing a. a, um, uh, He says some Mike bullshit. He's doing a a Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, he's doing a Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy, uh, my, my agent. Uh, my, my, yeah. My, my yeah, thank agent. you. I, I couldn't remember the name. I was thinking like <laughs> I, I James Cagney in my head. That's uh, no, Jimmy yeah. Stewart. But, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's that's not right. But Get yeah. away from me, kid. You bother me. Yeah, that's, that's ah, really... That, uh, WC but, Fields or something like that? Yeah, yeah. a lot of, lot of riffing. A you know, lot of. With it. Yeah. <laughs> so. He's really valuable in a dungeon-like adventure game. <laughs> yeah. He's everybody's favorite appliance. Mike the TV. Yeah. And they all yell Mike at the same time. Yeah. They've had it up to here. Like we're we, you're our friend, but come on. Come yeah. on. Give us a commercial break. We yeah. we'd, we'd like to live long enough to see another season, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Again, knocking on that fourth wall. Hey yeah. guys. Yep. And so and he then... shuts up and he goes all rigid yep. and he just cuts to like um, a test screen. Yeah, like a test screen. And it has like an Afro biome. The, the Afro ooh-er. biome. The, the ooh-er. ooh-er biome. Uh, yeah. It's not ooh-er. because this one has ooh-er. a mustache. Maybe, maybe it's his dad. Uh, oh. nah, he's in costume. Maybe it's his dad. <laughs> and uh, he's and, playing tic-tac-toe, and... but he's playing with zeros and ones. Yeah, of course. Yes. Test yeah. card F to be specific. Uh, specific. Test card F from the BBC, I think. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, from in the sixties. Roll the credits. Nineties, I believe. Yep, that's the episode. Boom! Great episode. Oh, yeah. 
uh, if it weren't for Talent Night, this would be my favorite of the whole season. Um, mm. But it, I genuinely wanted to jump in on this one it's because it really is Mike the TV's episode. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a proper yeah. introduction to him because he was kind of like this little side joke in the the, the Tiff episode, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he gets to be front and center in this one. He I don't think he has very much uh, presence in subsequent stuff. I think in a few episodes, uh, a few bits. Uh, particularly with um, hexadecimal, but they know how to use them. You know, uh, I mentioned this earlier. I don't know if it was recorded, but he 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 really tiptoes that line between annoying and really funny. It's 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 that perfect balance. You know, and it all depends on how old you are and uh, how much you can put up with them. Yes, um, he's annoying, but because the characters other characters know he's annoying yeah it's it's tolerable because they they do constantly call him out so it's a gag instead of just mm-hmm. annoying exactly yeah and, like the, the humor is not mm-hmm. in that he's annoying us it's that he's annoying the characters on the show yeah so i actually don't find him that annoying yeah no yeah i don't either he's funny but He's he's best in a side role in a, in that comic relief aspect, which is what they use him for, uh, thankfully. And you know, because <laughs> um, I don't it's know if I could stomach. Character. Yeah, I don't know if I could stomach another full Mike the TV episode. It depends on what they did with yeah. him, because I yeah. think they, they really played him through this whole episode and and had his arc, so to speak. This is how he fits in with the group dynamic. It was uh, a great, yeah. Sorry, go on. And, that and I'm a huge fan of D and D. Like you know, to have yeah. this this game be the way it is, it's like, oh, I should I should use that in my game. I should use that. Like next time I pl- I run a game, I'm going to have a, a scullipede that breeds fire. Oh, absolutely. Show and um, a really you sh- you should also do an homage where there's um a beholder, but it's just one big eye instead of a meatball <laughs> with many. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's all these little. How about carrot warriors? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Just rip the entire. I should just rip the entire episode. Um, not my players, but if I write up the module, I'll share it with you. Actually, yeah, for sure. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be great. Mike the TV spinoff confirmed. <laughs> awesome. Uh, canceled in the middle of the first episode. Well, if you had an NPC that was like a big lumbering barbarian, but like he, he always wanted to be a bard that, yeah. that would be kind of funny, actually a high charisma warrior, a fighter type that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, it, we also talked about this earlier, how, um, it's, it all depends on your perspective because when you're 10, Mike, the TV's fucking hilarious you can never get enough of him yeah but then you're, you're older and you side with bob you're like oh this guy man like i get where you're coming from you want to turn him off you know he's he's funny yeah but imagine living with it all the yeah. time you know yeah no you wonder throw he, threw him him out. he just comes back yeah exactly so you you get it from you, you know you understand where they're coming from but again it's still he's still heart he's still endearing to you you know, yeah. in that in that fun way. But, I would room me uh, up with Mike the TV. Yeah, me too, for sure. I'd just be yeah. like, can can you lower the volume by about fifty percent, please? I'd be good. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that has been the ninth episode of Reboot. Uh, yeah. Cal, do you have any final thoughts? I feel like Glitch was underutilized there, but I mean, he's only as good as the person using him is. So that's probably the case for most episodes. And so what you're saying is Bob ain't that good. Oh, I would never. Not not, <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> he seems so capable in the tear. Yeah. It's just gone downhill from here. <laughs> kind from of. There. Uh, he Aiden. gets brave. Uh, the Sniddler. Any, any final thoughts about the episode? Oh, wow. Well, this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. It's uh, aside from the pirate episode. Um, Crimson Bino. Um, Captain yeah, I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to agree with with Cal. You know, I think Glitch was underutilized, but then again, you know, I think there wouldn't have been much of a story if, uh, if, if he was properly utilized. But um, no, as action, adventure, comedy, uh, it, it was everything. a great, it was, it was a great introduction to Mike the TV. From there, you kind of know what he's. I, I, I'm going to agree with uh, with Alakar. Um, uh, you, you really know what kind of character this is. He was kind of one of those reluctant characters, but we had to work him in somehow. Say, here's here's who he is. He's a great guy mm-hmm. when when you when you absolutely need him, but he's friggin' annoying to all the characters. And I'm going to agree but, with uh, Alakar as well when he's like, you know what? One episode is enough. We don't necessarily yeah. need another yeah. Mike the TV episode, yeah. but this one's Absolutely. really good. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, I, I I have yet to play Dungeons. Never done it, but I would like to, and uh, this is actually, um, yeah, kind of kind of a cool call to. Gosh, I'm just D&D. gonna have to make a a one shot adventure for you guys, and all uh, right. I was gonna say it sounds like you you have a D and D group, the makings <laughs> of a D and D group. I do this, this uh, podcast. Yeah, who's gonna be uh, the elf? I'll be the elf. Okay, yeah. I'll give you clown arrows. You'll be <clears throat> all set. <laughs> nice. A lot of hilarious BS and P also. Yes. In this episode, like just if yeah, you got there's, there's if you so guys, much to do. Yeah. If you guys want a podcast about it, I will be happy to produce and host it, but (laughs) very little beyond that. (laughs) Oh, you're going to play. God damn it. Uh, Alakar, our special guest, uh, final thoughts on the episode. Well, I I've gone over a lot of it uh, previously, but um, ultimately this episode, it's, it's really well paced. Uh, it doesn't overstay any of its any of its gags or jokes. Um, Mike, you know, it ha- he has the arc, the character arc, and the everyone else uh, goes along with him. And it's as we kept mentioning the the lighting, the the animation. They're really trying stuff with this. It's really impressive. And it's only season one. Like you can tell that they're just flexing, mm-hmm. really trying to get you know into it because they want another season they want to keep making more and uh, they with a, a game like that they could be creative and do these little vignettes with different levels and it's very impressive overall and i do very much recommend checking out the interview the with 
Michael Donovan, the voice actor for Mike the TV. He uh, voices Fong, Cecil, and Al from Al's Diner, as well as the dungeon face in this episode, the gargoyle face. And uh, he talks about this episode as well as, um, you know, the producing the show and, and things like that and how he, he had to take the first voice actor for Enzo out to lunch. And he, re- he oh. basically realized that this Enzo was being let go because he was done recording for his episodes because, yeah. you know, they weren't, that's how the seasons work. You gotta, you know, and, and the, the kid doing the voice was so excited about doing the, the work and everything else. And, and he didn't have the heart to tell this kid that's like, no, you're done, buddy. Like you're, you're not coming back. And, <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I actually looked that guy up recently. Dude still works. Oh yeah, yeah. like he's he had a pretty consistent acting career, like Absolutely. right up to this year. I was he like, is wow. a seasoned voice actor for sure. Not even Very just talented. not even just voice work. Like yeah, um, yeah, like uh, lots of live action work uh, yeah. all the way through the nineties, two thousands, twenty tens. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, that has been episode nine of Reboot. Uh, best way to support the show is if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, give us a five star rating, write a review. Uh, really helps us out with discoverability. Uh, if you like this show, tell your friends, get them listening. Uh, if you enjoy the format and you like me and Cal, uh, we also have a, another show where we basically do this, but we talk about beast wars, another mainframe entertainment series from the mid nineties called too much energy. Uh, check that out. Uh, visit our website, uh, www.alphanumericpodcast.ca where you can find, uh, all of the episodes of this podcast, uh, social media links to our Facebook page, uh, contact info to send us an email, yada, yada, yada. We will be back next week with the 10th episode of Reboot, The Great Brain Robbery. Ooh, good one. Yeah, it's an episode I'm excited for because yeah. uh, it uh, introduces a character that was previously referenced on... Uh, an episode from a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Another wonderful That's... character. Oh, yeah. And let, uh, yeah, I'm going to thank uh, Alucar for, uh, you know, yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for being yeah. on the show and thanks for listening. We, we appreciate the support. Uh, oh, it's yeah. been fun. Uh, I'm sure we'll definitely have you on the show again at some time. For sure. I look forward to it. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right. And on uh, that note, Dun dun. Hey, everybody. I am AP Snidler. I'm NeoCal. I am Christopher Siege. And I am Alakar. Well, blow me down. <laughs> Reboot will return after these messages. I'd like to thank the Academy, uh, uh, my gent, and uh, most of all you, my adoring fans. I can't follow that, so I'm just going to tap dance my way out of here. (laughs) Alpha New